thinking caps on and get going here in a moment. Because if you don't have that philosophy with God, then anything can happen. Guess what? It won't. It won't. I just believe my God can do anything. I know. I don't believe that. I know my God can do anything. You know why? Because I've seen him do it. Amen. Well, that's not our brewing faith this morning, but build your faith a little bit as we get started here this morning. Uh, looking at what is the best state to live in. I know I have uh, got some responses already and got some good good answers. And 
this I was doing a brewing faith this morning on the uh, the power of negative thinking. That's what I was going to do, and I started just writing some notes early this morning about the great state of Wisconsin, and uh, it we ended up going in a different direction as I started writing notes, and I got to thinking about I could have Kringle this morning for breakfast. Or I could have an Eero. You know, it's we're in Wisconsin. We can have Eros, an Eero plate for breakfast. You might think, really? No, you haven't experienced life until you've had an Eero. An Eero plate for, yes, for breakfast. And so I was just writing these notes down. And, and uh, Garrett and I, we have jokes about, about Wisconsin and this area, uh, the Milwaukee area, Racine area. Like, we go into a restaurant, it's like... Or, or if you're going to open a restaurant in in this area, they ask you two questions. You have to answer two questions to open a restaurant. Do you serve Eros uh, or Eero meat? And are you going to serve custard? And because uh, you, facts you may not you may not know, or maybe you do know. Maybe you're interested in. Maybe you're not interested in this morning. But Milwaukee sells more custard than any city in the world. I know you wanted to know that. So so the, the, the deal is, if you're going to open a restaurant here in this area, you have to answer, yes, yes, I'm going to serve Eros, and yes, we're going to serve custard. If you answer no to either of those questions, sorry, no restaurant. It's not going to last a week. So we're talking about the best state. Am I making a case for Wisconsin this morning so far? But that's not where we're going. We're going to read from Philippians chapter 4 in just a moment. Well, just I hope nobody's fasting today. I'm sorry. Or if you're listening to this broadcast and you're fasting. Uh, Kringle. You might think, man, I've never heard of Kringle before. But uh, Kringle, somebody says, well, it tastes like a donut. But it's better than a donut. Do you know how long it takes three days to make a Kringle? Three days. It a Kringle has 18 layers to it. That's why it tastes good. And if I was hungry today, and maybe I'll have some excuse, uh, I can end up in downtown Milwaukee today and eat in the market and have the world's best lobster roll. Man. Eat at the fish market down there and have the world's best lobster roll, and th- and it's only sixteen ninety five. Well, we we need to get in the Bible here pretty quick, don't we? <laughs> Thank you for sis- Sister Pearson for being at Brewing Faith, and if you got something to add about what's the best state to live in, I know you're going to have something to add we to just it. Found a new amazing restaurant. Yes, and I'm going to talk about that in a moment. Sister Pearson's getting ahead of my broadcast, though. But thank, thank, and I was talking about lobster rolls. Don't get me sidetracked, Sister Pearson. But thank, uh, I'm thankful to Brother Hopkins that he showed me how to make the lobster roll even better. Is you get that melted butter and like you pour, you get extra butter and you pour melted butter all over that lobster roll. Mm -mm. Yep, what we're talking about today in Brewing Faith is... What is the best state to live in? Should we go to the Word of God and ask 
let's add, let's not, we're not going to ask Google. Google, we'd get all kinds of crazy stuff, wouldn't we? Uh, but let's find out what the Bible says this morning. Philippians chapter 4 and verse number 11 says, Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. And then Paul goes on, he says, I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I am instructed both to full, both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. And then he says, I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. You know, I've, I've, I've uh, used those verses before, but I've never, as I was getting ready this morning, I've never thought of them tied together where Paul says, whatever state I am in to be content. And then he says, I can do all things through Christ. God puts a love where you are. And so the answer to the question, what is the best state to live in? You want my answer? Here's the answer. I wonder, well, I guess I want to ask the question, where was Paul? I wonder what state Paul was in when he, when he um, asked this question or he made this statement that um, whatever state you're in to be content. I wonder if he was on the East Coast or the West. Maybe he was in California. No, he couldn't have been in California. That, no. <laughs> Hopefully nobody's listening from California this morning. California was my, it was one of our favorite places to evangelize. And that's the biggest reason it was a favorite place to evangelize is there was no tornadoes for our trailer and it didn't rain buckets. It only rained about two days out of two years we were there or whatever. I mean, it, you know, so we didn't have to worry about our trailer. But so I don't know. Where was Paul when he wrote this? Well, we know he wasn't. He wasn't in the United States when he wrote this. But the answer to the question of what state is the best state to live in, you know what the answer is? Where you are right now. Whatever state you're in. Whatever state you're in that's the best state to live in. And somebody already sent me a little deal, said, I want to live in the state of joy. And that's really the truth. When you live in joy, it doesn't matter where you live. You know people that the grass is always greener on the other side. I got to have a new job. I got I to gotta live somewhere else. I've heard the statement, you know why the grass is always greener on the other side, don't you? Because that's where the outhouse is. So be, so be careful. <laughs> always, always looking for the, the greener grass. And you know what? We're supposed to dream. We're supposed to think bigger and better. Tomorrow's going to be better than today. You know, so Paul's not saying that, oh, I'm just going to be content. I'm going to be content to do nothing for God. No, that's not what he's talking about. He was saying, you know what? Sometimes I'm up on the mountain. Sometimes I'm in the valley. Sometimes I'm in a good place. Sometimes I'm in a bad place. But I'm going to, that's right where God wants me to be. Can I say it this way? Whatever state I'm in, I'm going to enjoy the journey along the way because God will be with you. These people, they can't, that, they can't stand anything about life. Always looking for a new job. And that's, 
I'm not, I'm not talking about like moving up in the world because we're supposed to get better jobs and, 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 and better ourselves. That's not what I'm talking about, but people that, you know, uh, they, you know, every six months are looking for a new job, but they're just switching to, uh, you know, it's just a cycle. And, and a couple of years later, later they're, they're, you know, doing this. It's just the same cycle. So, so I'm not talking about not bettering yourself, but I'm talking about like somewhat the concept. Um, I've heard, I hear this and, and, you know, I ran a janitorial company for years and did quite a few interview interviews and, and, uh, you know, interviewing people. And I heard this so many times, it would, it would be almost comical when they would say, well, I had a bad boss. I just couldn't stand my boss. And I, I would sit there and I would think to myself, well, guess what? You're probably going to hate me after a few weeks, too. <laughs> You'll probably hate your boss at your next job also. And and you know what? That's really whatever st what state is the best state to live in. The the uh, state you're living in now, if you hate it, guess what? When you move to that new place, it's going to get old, too. It's going to get old. Um, I was thinking about when I was preparing this, I'm just going to talk. I'm sorry, I'm going to talk about myself for a little bit this morning. Sister Pearson always likes it when I talk about myself. But, <clears throat> but I'm going to talk. Work at, I worked at a CPA firm for, for 17 years. And I didn't think the only thing Sister Pearson was going to add to the broadcast was blowing her nose this morning, but <laughs> I don't know if you heard that or not. You're going to have to say something now, Sister Pearson. So I worked at a CPA firm, and I was just thinking this morning of all of the bad things about working there. They wanted me to work close to 60 hours a week when I worked there during tax season. Did you know... Working at an accounting firm, at least where I work, every 15 minutes was supposed to be accounted for. I had to do a timesheet that every 15 minutes, something had to be billed. So, like, we would play ping pong, and the joke was, who's getting billed? Who, what job are we billing this ping pong game to? They didn't, our company, they didn't like non-billable time. And and you could put non-billable time on there, but man, I was thinking this morning, I, I if I would have had guts, I would have put on there, ping pong, for my for my bill my time like ping pong. So, let's see if I would. I wonder if I would have got a response from the, from the from the accounts uh, received. Oh, I guarantee I would have got a answer from her. She uh, she would I would I would have heard from her. Ping pong, you're billing that to ping pong. No, but they wanted every minute billed. They wanted it billed to some client. Man, that was rough. They wanted the best time to be to work was at five o'clock in the morning. Five I mean, that's that's when that's when sane people are sleeping at five AM. And then by eight o'clock, from eight o'clock to probably about three o'clock when I worked there, it was one question after another. Because I worked with the new new tax season help, and uh, man, you would get get questions all day long. Sometimes I'd go to lunch and I'd, I'd get back from lunch, and and uh, it'd be an hour before I get my coat off answering questions. 
You can never wear jeans. I can never, maybe on a, maybe on a Saturday, but it was always dressy, casual. You had to, I had to iron my clothes to go to work. Or, oh, I shouldn't. I, God, don't strike me dead. Sister Pearson had to iron my clothes every day. I did sometimes, every once in a while. But, I mean, and deadlines. You know, there was always deadlines. And, and you're trying to review tax returns. And three more people come in like, well, this needs to be done by 2 o'clock this afternoon. And this, I need this by the end of the day. 17 years of that. Guess what? Can I tell you something about that job? I absolutely loved that job. It was, I, I, that, when I had to give that job up, I, I hated to give that job up. I loved it. So, like, well, really? After you said all that about all those things? But you know what? I can look at that job and there was a whole lot of things I loved about working there. It was a challenge every day. I loved it. I loved coming into work at five o'clock in the morning and having 84 tax returns piled on my desk. It was a challenge. Working, that I said I got asked questions, you know, half the day. That was the fun part of the job, getting to help people. Some of these college students, they were interning and they were much, much smarter than I was. And, and they were going on to bigger and better firms and all that. Um, you know, I, but they thought I was so smart, but it was really because I just knew that I knew the software. I got to pay, play ping pong every day. Imagine that. I got to pay, play ping pong every day working. <laughs> billing it to, billing it to somebody. I would get, I, another thing, oh, I, we got free food every day. You know, pastor, I, we got free food. We had, they would buy groceries and our break room was just talking. And I mean, you could eat breakfast there. Um, you could eat lunch, probably not a healthy lunch, probably chips and dip. But um, I mean, we, I had food all day long. So whatever state I'm in, that's the best state to live in. I know I've done a lot of talking about myself, but I'll give, as I close this morning, I'll just give a few Bible examples. Think of some people in the Bible that they might have lived in Cal California. No, I'm sorry, not California. That, I, was, I thought it said California here. Babylon. No. <laughs> Daniel. <laughs> I woke Sister Pearson up here. <laughs> Daniel, Daniel here. Oh, Jesus, help me this morning. Uh, Daniel, uh, you're going to be successful, Daniel? Where are you living? I'm going to be successful right here in Babylon. Daniel didn't live in frustration every day of his life. I be, believe he lived as somebody already sent me. He lived in the state of joy. This is where God has put me. Joseph, look at Joseph, sold into slavery, prison, and all that he went through separated from his father. And finally, he's in power. And he has that opportunity that he can get back at his brothers. And what does he say? He says that, and I'll say it in my words, but, but Genesis chapter 50 and verse number 20, where it says, what, what you meant for evil, what my brothers meant for evil, God meant it for good. 
you know, Joseph didn't dream that up right there. He didn't just come in that situation with his brothers and think, oh, what, what you meant for evil, God meant for good. No, he lived in that state. He lived in that state that God is working in this situation. It wasn't just in that moment he's like, oh, this is a good statement to say to my brothers. No, I want to say a month before that, six months before that, when he was going through things, he was like, this is the state where God wants me to live. He lived in joy. And the last example I'll give is Esther. Esther, again, she was in Babylon also. And, I mean, she could have said, I hate this place. I hate living here. But what did Esther say? No, I'll just be the queen someday. Wow. Really, you're living in Babylon. Yes, that's where God has put me. And he's put me right here in Sturdivant, Wisconsin. And guess where Sister Pearson and I ate this morning? We ate at Mulberries. I have never eaten at Mulberries. This morning was the first. And I'm still uh, I'm still paying for it. I am stuffed. I'm thankful to live in Wisconsin. Oh, did I have I've went this whole broadcast and I have not mentioned one word. I know if I don't have time, but if I, I know if I said text me. The one thing I have not mentioned about living it, Sister Pearson's raising her hand. I know I could get text right now. I have not mentioned one word about the best thing about living in Wisconsin is what? What is it, Sister Pearson? Leon's. (laughs) I could have Leon's for lunch. Brother Brain, you can argue with me about your Kringle. Green Bay, Green Bay, Maybe you do have better Kringle. I'll eat no, your Kringle. No, no. Oh, no. Sister Pearson's saying no. But don't even, don't even talk to me about custard. You know what? We actually can prove it that Leon's is better. Oh, you think so? How many years? How many years Leon's been selling custard? With lines when I drive around there, with lines going around the building. 70 plus years. Can't argue with that. Whatever state you're in, be joyful, be happy. I'm going to be happy, and I'm going to eat Leon's custard. Amen. Isn't God good today? Wow. Thank you, Jesus. We're going to just continue with this song, close. Let's have a great weekend this week. Anything can happen. Anything can happen this weekend. Let's have revival this weekend. Great couples night last night. Thank you, Andrew. And Sister Misty, we had a good coffee. I got me a Cracker Barrel mug. And Sister Misty, I had two of them. And Sister Misty <laughs> stole my, stole my, I had two Cracker Barrel mugs. But I'm really glad Sister Misty got got a, uh, hey, Brother Brame is listening here. He just said, hey, man, oh, oh, um, um, let's see, what can I, Green Bay is like, it is, if you live in Green Bay, you live in the, uh, it's like a little haven in 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 uh, in Wisconsin. In fact, Sister Pearson, if we want to get away, I like to sneak up to Green Bay. Whatever state I'm in, that's where I'm going to live, God. You're an amazing, amazing God. Anything can happen. Thank you for tuning in today. God bless you all. Let's have a great weekend. 
Invite somebody to church wherever you're at today. Amen.